0: Friendshiping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative.
1: This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. Why are you laughing again? Because I'm only laughing because you do it so saucily. Like, saucily. I'm <laughs> Overcast, you dumb idiot. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshiping! Is Friendshiping! And the theme this week is Body exercise. Body parts. Body. Limbs. Your body.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) She just made some hand gestures. I just
1: made a an hourglass with my hands.
0: Uh, Honestly, your hands are so far apart and you moved them so many times that I think you just like made like some (laughs) kind of cephalopod. (laughs) Friendship between humans has many benefits but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Jen, today is the body episode.
1: Tell me about your body. It's a little too warm right now mm. I feel like every single episode I complain about how warm it is in here because every time we record in here it's too warm in here it's too warm on the planet really mm. uh, our getting- last episode was too depressing <laughs> yeah, we can't I go there know. again <laughs>
0: So okay, so this is a thing. So in response to world horror, mm-hmm. which we're not gonna get into, I've been buying lots of plants because that's how I do things, and I like to use a little rush of retail therapy. You know, like six ninety nine for some cuttings on Etsy. Hell yeah! Because Treat that's, yourself. that's the only way that I can survive. And if I didn't have discretionary funds, I'd probably find another way. But this is my way. And I, it is what day is it? The twenty third. And I am out of discretionary funds for July. And we've only got one week left, which is good. So I was about
1: to say, yeah, good job. It's the 23rd.
0: Doing my best. Doing my best, Jen. So uh, how have you been uh, dealing with feelings, stress, that
1: sort of thing? I've actually been running. There we I go. I made a little deal with myself earlier in the summer. I wasn't feeling so great. The old mental health was on a decline. No. It was like, wah, wah. I wonder why. I mean, everything is going great in the country and the world. Yeah. Uh, so I wasn't doing great. And I made a little private deal with myself that I can either go back to therapy or I can start running again. And that sounds like punishment, but it's actually not because running tends to make me feel way more in control and calm and peaceful. And it gives you delicious brain chemicals. It totally does. And it adds some structure to my day other than like work and TV, which are the two things that I definitely do every day. Jeopardy. Uh, Jeopardy every day. Do you God, I love Jeopardy? Do
0: you literally watch Jeopardy every single day? Every single day. How? How is there that much Jeopardy? It comes on every day. Really? It's live
1: new every day. Even God, the, where have you been? Even the weekend, seven days. Not a week? the weekends. God, I wish it was on on the weekends. That'd so, be awesome. How many times <laughs> allowed? If I wished, I wish Jeopardy was on on the weekends.
0: So here's the thing. If you, I'm just throwing this out here. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to make it seven days a week, you could probably find really good clips on YouTube for a solid half hour. How long are Jeopardy episodes? Half like 20 hour, 20 minutes, half hour.
1: Yeah, there you go. I probably could find good clips of Jeopardy, but at this point i probably watch them all. Yeah. This is why you're so good at your trivia team. I'm not that good. How? I'm just not. How because are you be, not good I, at trivia? Just because I enjoy something doesn't mean I'm good at it, as well, it turns okay. out. Okay, so Jen is on a trivia team.
0: And I cannot imagine having a better person on a trivia team because one, you are just generally very smart, which is true. And then two, you watch so much fucking
1: Jeopardy, you must know the answer to every possible question. That is so sweet. The answer is no. I cannot retain geography, as it turns out. I don't know what I was doing in elementary school the day we learned how to read a map. I don't know what where I was, what I was doing. <laughs> I was probably looking at pictures of Leonardo DiCaprio if and you not paying knew, attention.
0: If you knew how to read a map, you probably would have known where you were. Get it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> You were like, I don't know where I was. Genius! <laughs> God, <laughs> it together. You are such a comedy writer. I can't even. How I do things. Anyway, if anyone wants to pop into my munchies and teach me how to read a map, that'd be great. I can't. I can't retain it. I can't learn it. I. I don't know. I don't know how to learn how to read a map. I don't. I'm just in the dark. That's okay because you are running. You're a jock. Oh, yeah, we're back. yeah, I'm a, I'm a jock. You know, jocks don't need to know how to read, maps. they don't
0: really need to know how to do anything as long as they continue to jock, which you are doing, which Jocking is Jocking it up. So you're doing running instead of therapy, which uh, I want to reassure to everybody that this is a very safe and okay decision to make. Yeah, 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 it's fine. Right. Yeah. Like, Trin knows
1: not to be worried about me. Regarding that decision,
0: yeah, running is good upkeep for your brain because it is again like we said delicious brain chemicals and therapy is also good upkeep for your brain and you should really only in my opinion make one major life change at a time so this seems very healthy to me I just again, I wanted to just reassure listeners that you're not like being a jock rather than a taking mental care of myself yeah,
1: yeah that's a really good point I'm glad you I'm glad you said that I also wasn't in like emergency mode me and my mental health problems. We know each other pretty well. You've got um, an
0: understanding.
1: Yeah, we bitterly understand one another.
0: Yeah, you see other people and it's okay.
1: Yeah, occasionally we check in. Sometimes he won't leave. <laughs> it's like, get out of my house. Why are you hanging around so long?
0: So as long as you don't bring your running home, then you're exactly, doing okay.
1: exactly. So it's been going well
0: for you? You've been feeling better?
1: Yeah, except I've been feeling a little too good. Really? What, how do you know? Because I committed to running a race this fall, and the race is ten miles. What? I know. I that's hate myself. so many. S- more it's than so one many mile. Oh my god. Okay, so that's you know, so I ran in college, miles. and I ran. I I ran in college. This isn't a brag because it's really not that much compared to other distance runners in college. I ran ten miles like every Sunday. Like that was the long run of the week.
0: Because that's what you did. That's that was what, your like job. That was my
1: life. That was what I did. That's how I helped pay for some of my college. It was basically a full time job. Yeah. That life is behind me. Mm-hmm. That was so many pizzas ago, <laughs> and here I am. Oh, okay. Here's how it happened. Every spring and fall, my brother runs. My brother's a runner, too, and he runs 5Ks, half marathons, blah, 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 blah. And he's been trying to convince me to run one with him for six years. And every time I've been like, no, no, not going to do it. No, that life's behind me. I enjoy my slow jogs. No, not part of it. You can't rope me in. But then... I made the mistake of letting him know, hey, I've been running again. It's going really well. And it was in that moment that he lured me in to run a race this fall in November. So I do have time to train. Well, yeah, but like. Because I was in a good mood when he texted me yeah. when I was t- we were texting about running and I made a bad decision. All my bad decisions happen when I'm in a good mood.
0: Here's the good news, though, Jen. God, I hate committing to shit.
1: One, is in November,
0: so you have a lot of—you t- look so sad. You look like the actual, like, upside-down you sad face emoji right now. <laughs> so, one, you got plenty of time, which means that you have plenty of time to either train or cancel, make other plans. Say, That's true. Say work got in the way. Work might get in the way. Work might very well get in the way. So you get plenty of time for your other obligations to catch up with you. Also, as far as bad decisions go, it's not like you went on like a drug bender for three days and then walked into work high or something. (laughs) You know, like, no, you just committed to run 10 miles, which sounds. I know. Way worse. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You're like, wait, actually, that doesn't sound great. I think I'm going to injured. I'm going to get injured. Okay, Yeah. Let me know if you need anybody to like trip you. I think I'm going to get really bad shin splints. Oh, gosh. yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. You can't get around oh, those. My knees hurt.
0: Oof, oh, oof, oh, 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 My knee. So, Jen, sounds like if you were to hurt your knees and run 10 miles, you would need a personal trainer to Ooh, help first you. First question. Yeah, we did it. Okay, Great transition. You want to read it? Hell yeah. I almost said, you want to read it, girlfriend? And then I was like, that's not how I talk. You're so sassy. I don't know what happened. I got the sauce in me.
1: I really like my personal trainer. He pushes me just the right amount, and I feel like I'm making progress. We also get along on a personal level. We talk about politics, our families, pop culture. Honestly, if we didn't already have a professional working relationship, I might have tried to be friends with him. Or date him, lol. But I'm losing patience with his snide remarks about other people at the gym. He'll say quietly to me, he has terrible form. Or she's using that machine so wrong that she's not even getting a workout. I've been seeing this trainer for a few months, but I still consider myself a beginner. So when I go to the gym alone, I worry that the other trainers or patrons are snidely commenting about me. I imagine that's not actually true, but my experience with him makes me sad. Should I mention to him that this bugs me or should I let it go? And are people at the gym judging me? Thanks, pronouns he him. Well, this is bad etiquette. This is so damn rude. This is terrible gym etiquette.
0: Yeah. And honestly, I think, (laughs) so I'm picturing like these two people working out together. And I imagine, obviously, personal trainers probably at least a little hot.
1: Oh, I'm picturing that too.
0: And the guy who wrote in, he was like, I... Probably would have tried to date him if we didn't have a professional relationship. Cute, cute, cute. Which, hey, heads up to you for being like, we have a professional relationship. This is important that we shouldn't. Hey, good move. Props. But I will say that I think that the reason why you haven't said anything yet is because you think that he's super hot.
1: Oh, my God. That might be it. I think that might be part of it. So if this (laughs) person (laughs) was (laughs) ugly, you'd be like, hey, hey, ugly. What are you? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) What are you doing? No, I'm just kidding. It's actually not about... The looks, but it's that you find them personally attractive. attractive. Exactly. Exactly.
0: exactly. And, and I'm not saying that that's the case, because like, maybe you are a timid person and you wouldn't do this anyway. But I'm sure that that could be a contributing factor as to why you feel very iffy about this behavior. Yeah, it's a
1: little intimidating to tell someone you're attracted to to knock it off. Right. <laughs> it just is. I think that this is pretty clearly bad etiquette, but you're on the fence because they're hot. Yeah, been there. Hot hot people get away with so much. I know. <laughs> If this person is white too, oh Oh my my God, God. just sailing
0: through life. Yeah, you might as well run for office at this point. Yeah, seriously, they can do no wrong. So Jen, you are more versed on gym etiquette than I am.
1: So this is basically not just bad gym etiquette, it's just bad life etiquette. Like it's just rude all around. If you were at a coffee shop making snide comments about what everyone around you was drinking or wearing, that makes you rude. Just because you were at a gym or an expert trainer doesn't give you permission to be an asshole. Would you go to a restaurant and make fun of what everyone else was eating? That would be so weird. It's also a weird invasion. Like, just like in a restaurant, how every table is its own little personal island of interaction. You really don't cross islands too often. No. Because it can be weird and rude. Also, his comments are sounding ableist to me. Yeah. Like, I'm an able-bodied person, so I can't exactly comment on this with a ton of accuracy, but I'm getting bad vibes.
0: Yeah. And I think that part of it is the trainer is a knowledgeable source. Mm -hmm. And we've said this before about like secrets or about like complaining about somebody else's party, like, oh, this music is so bad.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: That can be a way that people try to connect with each other is by complaining about the same things or sharing secret pieces of information. So it could also be that, Asker, you might be a little bit hot. And he's trying to impress you by giving you all of these, "Mm, well, I could could do that way better. That is
1: such a good read on this. Yeah. yeah. They might be trying to make some power power moves here. Yes. Yeah, some sexy, flirty power moves. But I'm proud of you for not giving in. Don't give in. Yeah, don't give in.
0: It doesn't make it correct. It just makes it a reasonable mistake that people make sometimes. And you are in a really interesting position where you could step in and say something.
1: Absolutely. The one that really bothers me is that she's not even getting a workout because that is so not your business. And it may even be untrue. The gym I went to during the summers in college, there was a woman there who was relearning how to walk on a treadmill with a personal physical trainer. So she was literally there to learn how to walk. And that meant that all she did at the gym was walk. And some people look down on that. Like in the running community, some people are like, why would you just go to the gym to walk? Well, fuck off. It's none of your business what they're doing. You have no idea what their doctor has prescribed them to do. Yeah, this is garbage.
0: And I think that one thing that we keep on saying is, yeah, people do do this. And they're assholes for doing
1: it. Yeah. It is, it is yeah. incorrect. Yeah, exactly. So personally, I think I would probably say something because I'm I'm not afraid to embarrass myself.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't even think that you need to say something. I think that maybe it's more in the moment, not con- laughing. Shut it not, down. Yeah, yeah, or not
1: contributing. Or, exactly. Don't encourage it.
0: Yeah. You could even say something like, well, it could be that they're doing physical therapy or, hey— you're supposed to be looking at me.
1: I like that. And my hot body. Yeah. What I probably would do is immediately stick up for the other person. Hey, I think she's doing great. Or like she's here. Yeah, hey, at least she's here. Right. Yeah, and then subject change. Right. That I think that's a good quick way to shut it down. And if they lean in after that, then you have some really valuable information about this personal trainer, I which agree. is that they really want to have sex with you. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Don't take my word
0: on that. They want to have sex with you and they want to accomplish this by negging other people. Yeah, which is not great. No, it's not great. It's a common human behavior. And I think that what you can do is peer pressure this person into not because they have probably experienced positive feedback from people. Maybe their other jock trainer and then like make snide comments together. And that's the feedback that they've gotten that this is okay. People like this. If you make clear that you do not like this then it should stop. It should
1: resolve. I think so. I think so. There's something very powerful about complaining with another person. That's instant connection. Yes. It's just the human condition. Do you remember being in college in a lecture hall and there's that one person, usually a dude, that just raises their hand and gives anecdotes? Yes. And then you can feel the temperature of the room changing as everyone starts to hate on that one person. Yes. That's a beautiful thing. It's lovely. It's lovely. It's like, oh, man, we're all experiencing this ripple of dislike towards this person.
0: We're all catching each other's eyes and making very angry
1: faces. God, I love that feeling. It's good. But it also has negative side effects. In this case, we've talked about this in the show before, Trin, where people like you're at a party and you don't know how to make smallpox, so you just start complaining. Like, this dip is gross.
0: Yes, 100%. It's like this weird thing that we do in order to create a herd of us in a place where we feel a little uncomfortable.
1: Oh, exactly. And in the gym, people feel uncomfortable. Totally. I'm surprised it's coming from the trainer, though, because that is the person that should feel comfortable there, should recognize that they're in a position of power, and should be encouraging people to come to their gym. Yeah, but at the same
0: time, I mean, they're still a human and they feel human insecurity. I think the most likely explanations are... One, they either get good feedback on this from other people. Two, they're trying to neg other people in order to sleep with the Asker. Sorry, Asker, you're a good-looking dude. Trin is usually right about these reads. Yeah, and...
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, you've, you've got a good read on when people are flirting with other people.
0: Thanks. Don't immediately try and tap that, though. You've identified that you've got a professional relationship with this person, and also I could be wrong. And then there's the third possibility, which could very well be that this is just really, really fucking insecure.
1: Yeah. Those all sound very reasonable. Yeah.
0: So would you wanna, do you want to do a quick improv before we wrap up this question? Because I feel like we've said this person's not terrible. This is behavior that can be changed. And you should gently say something.
1: Let's do it. I assume I'm the trainer. Yeah, you're Toby the trainer. Toby. Why is Toby always? My name matter. is Toby Diapers,
0: and I am the <laughs> trainer at Get Fit Gym. My name is uh, Sexy uh, Fabio Man. <laughs> I'm
1: beautiful. <laughs> Here, Sexy Fabio Man, put these five-pound weights on your ankles and do some high knees. I love high knees. You're very good at them, unlike that bitch over there. Could you see? She can't even lift her knees up.
0: Maybe she looks a little silly to you, but, you know, she's trying. She's here. That's is awesome. Is she?
1: Is she trying? Yeah. Barely.
0: Yeah, I think she is. You know, like when I first got here, I was garbage at high knees. No,
1: you weren't. You've always been great. You've got great knees.
0: Thank you. But I think I, I've seen my progress. You know, I've seen my hamstrings getting all muscly.
1: Oh, I've seen it too.
0: Oh, thank you. I'm glad you noticed. <laughs> and then I would say that'd be it. Yeah,
1: that's, yeah, don't, I think that's a comfortable way. Let's do it one more time. Because also, like, again, this is also somebody that uh, you have to deal with every week. So you do have to say something that won't completely poison the relationship. Right. Which you can do that. You can poison this if you want. Yeah. We always say that's an option. You can go nuclear. But it doesn't sound like you want to do that.
0: You could always get a new personal trainer, too, if this is so bad. There are many of them. Yeah. And a lot of them are
1: hot. A lot of them are hot. You can definitely get an, a hot personal trainer to replace this hot personal trainer. So we're doing this again, Toby? Yeah. Tobes. Tobes. Diapers. Toblerone. T-diapers. I call you Toblerone. <laughs> You're doing some arm motions right now that imply you are
0: on an elliptical. Yes, I'm running so fast. Thank you, Toby. You've made me a very strong,
1: sexy man. I could see that you've pushed the resistance up to 6.9. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you know who doesn't even do the resistance here? I don't care. I really don't. You don't? I don't care. But you're so good and everyone here sucks. I know, but like,
0: just, you know, pay attention to me, man. Those other people, they're doing their own thing. They're
1: doing their best and it's just like... But as a personal trainer, it really bugs me when I see people come to the gym and waste their time.
0: Then as a personal trainer, maybe you should actually go step in and say something to them. Otherwise, your comments are pointless and they just make me sad.
1: Oh, my God.
0: It's true. I really like you. And I think that you're great. But this is something that we've argued about like a couple of times now. It would just make me feel better and more comfortable in the gym if I had the impression, at least, that people weren't, I don't know, monitoring my every move.
1: Get down and do push-ups. I love push-ups. Watch me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So hopefully something in there helped you, but it's not your job to fix this dude. But if you like him a lot and you seem to, then you might want to say something. Say something gentle, though, because people act this way out of other problems, either insecurity, positive feedback from their peers, or trying to nag other people to create a herd in a situation where they feel insecure. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Well said. Next question? I love next question. I don't like it. It's so hard. I
0: meant, actually, what I meant was reading the next question. The next question is really difficult. Mm Mm-hmm. I have a friend with certain health problems that could be addressed through changing her lifestyle habits. I know this because she has relayed information that her doctor has given her. Then she promptly ignores it, laughing and saying it's her life if she wants a pizza and she can have it. My friend recently lost a close family member due to these same health issues, and I can't believe how flagrantly she ignores her doctor's advice. She has a spouse and a 10-year-old child who need her. I'm aghast at her disregard for them. What can I do here? Would I be overstepping my bounds, asking her to change her habits, pronouns, or she, her?
1: This is so rough. There's
0: so much going on here. The doctor's advice, the friend, the fact that the friend is a woman and we're dealing with body issues. I'm reading from here that you were talking about obesity, which you may maybe you're talking about an allergy to cheese or celiacs, something like that. It could be anything. So just as we should treat obesity as any other quality of a human, we are going to treat the medical condition in such a way that we we know we don't know what it is. We know that it is potentially fatal. And we know
1: that she is under the care of a doctor. It's also interesting that the asker knows that she's under the care of a doctor. So that means she has some personal look into this person's life other than just judging what she sees.
0: Right. So you guys go out to dinner together and she says something like, LOL, doctor says I shouldn't get this, but I want it. So I'm going to do what I want. Oh,
1: man. At the same time. That sucks, but also people do this. Yeah. I've definitely ignored my doctor's advice. Sorry, Nadia. I know you hate it when I tell you that.
0: There are so many things that we do all the time that are unhealthy. We always bring up the example of being sedentary at a desk for eight hours at a time. Yep. Because so many people do this. Our society is set up in such a way that many people have to do this, regardless of what their health conditions are. Uh, and the fact that this is an, in, an invisible killer. So if you're talking about something like obesity, which, again, I think that this question is leading us to believe that, but we only think about obesity because we see it as a visible problem that has a lot of societal heft to it. We have so much emotional stakes in the way our bodies look and not really how they function.
1: That is so true, Trin. People find it offensive if you are fat. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it is so terrible. Yeah. So
0: let's talk about why she is ignoring her doctor's advice. Now, first of all, denial is powerful and it is often actually necessary. Denial is a coping mechanism. This means it will help you cope. She is living in the same world that you are. She lost a family member. She lost a family member and she's dealing with the same medical issue that they are. That is really fucking stressful. That is so hard on this person. She may need this little bit of bravado eating something in front of you to make her feel a little bit better about her life. And
1: she might be laughing about this just
0: to get through a little bit of light in her day. Absolutely.
1: She's living on this garbage planet
0: with you. Okay, she's getting all the same news that you are. She has the same work stress that you do. She is a 10 year old. She's got like parental stress. The last thing that she's thinking about, and I just from knowing parents, I know that, unfortunately, they tend to put themselves last. It could be that she needs to put herself last right now. Absolutely. Which fucking sucks. And and it sucks that we, again, have a society that's set up in such a way that parents need to do this in order to to accomplish every other
1: task on their list and deal with every other stress that they have. It's hard, but I have such empathy for this person who... Wants the pizza, wants to have a laugh at their doctor, who wants to feel in control. Yes. That's what's ringing true for me right now is if I were under this amount of stress and probably grief, it sounds like there's grief. You wouldn't have mentioned the lost family member if it weren't something that was prevalent in the family. Yeah, she said recently. Yeah. So like, ouch, that's
0: awful. Yeah. I really think that it is not your place. It can't
1: be, right? It just can't be. You're a friend.
0: Yeah, you're a friend. And this person, this friend has a spouse. They probably have family members who are around and other people who care for them who are closer to her than you are, which may seem hard to believe if you are best friends. But she has somebody that she's legally bound to and probably lives with. Yeah. So, yeah, I hate to say it, but it is... I hate to say it, but I also love to say it. It's her fucking
1: body. It's her fucking body. Yeah. I, God, the only way you can say something is she gives you blatant, consistent permission to yeah. comment. And I don't see any of that in the question. Yeah, 100%. I don't see. She asked me what I should do to get on a diet or she asked me what she thinks of this prescription. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. Neither of those may apply. She didn't give you any runway to come down this road with her.
0: And man, if a doctor, a professional who she is paying to uh, monitor her health is unable to impact her her decisions about her body, you are not
1: going to be able to make a dent. Yeah, I think all you would do is hurt her.
0: Yeah. Well, one thing you can do, and I think really the only thing you can do is um, you have to stop laughing with her. So if she says something like, my doctor would be so pissed if he knew I were eating this steak. I'm not allowed to have red meat. Don't laugh. Don't don't contribute. You shouldn't actively disagree with what she does with her own body. You shouldn't, like, put your hands in front of that steak and say no or throw it to the dog. Yeah, don't
1: comment on her food or anything.
0: Right. But like, you don't have to play along. You can make an uncomfortable like uh, noise.
1: Oh, uh, I love you. Don't tell me that.
0: That is so good, Jen! Really? Okay,
1: good. Because that was my first instinct. Just be like, I love you. Listen to the people that care about you. Or I don't know, something. Th- with the understanding that you were just getting the good humor, she may be doing stuff when you're not around that does align with what our doctor wants her to do.
0: It may be that when she hangs out with you, that this is a special occasion that deserves a pizza.
1: Absolutely. Oh, my God. I, my heart hurts.
0: Yeah. God, if I had to give up any of my vices that helped me get through the day, such as, buying so many plants that my discretionary funds are gone. I, I don't know what I
1: would do. You yeah, know? I know. If I had to stop drinking wine. Yes. Whoops. Or if uh, you
0: had to stop running.
1: That I That's not no big deal. I'd be happy to do that. <laughs> I, I'm i fine. I don't need to run. But you would have to find another way to cope with the things that you do. You that's have to, exactly you'd right. You'd have to go to I'd fucking have to therapy. Go to therapy. Right. God damn it. That's so true. Ugh. Yeah. So glad I don't have to go to therapy. <laughs> go to therapy if you need it. It's just kind of a pain. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I'm I'm in therapy because I need it and because I will never run regularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just never going to happen. And th- also running is not... It's not, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. But if you do something that is maintenance for yourself, and not everybody needs therapy. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah,
1: blah, blah. I don't think any of those people listening to this show. Yeah, you need Good therapy. for you, you perfect weirdo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it sucks. But I feel like the question is pretty straightforwardly, the answer is no, you cannot say anything. No, you cannot impact her behavior. Yes, you would be overstepping your bounds to try to ask her to change her habits, but you don't have to play into it. You don't have to be part of her herd of people who agree with her that she deserves the pizza, which I actually think she does deserve the pizza if she wants it.
1: You can agree that she deserves to treat herself and disagree with her ignoring doctor advice? There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. want your friend to enjoy a pizza. You want them to enjoy life and have some good humor and lightness and do what they need to do to get through the day. But you also really care about them and you want them around for a long time because this this doesn't sound not serious. Right. You're giving us some signal, some information that this sounds like a pretty serious problem.
0: Right. What if you,
1: do you know the spouse? How close are you with the spouse? Oh, that's interesting.
0: That's another thing. I'm wondering if, and I don't know if this is a conversation that you should start or maybe just be open for. I just kind of want to throw this out there. But if the spouse has come to you being like, I don't know what to do. She won't change her habits, that sort of thing. And maybe help the spouse. I think that that's okay. Yeah, I think so. Joining a team, I think is okay. I don't think being like, "I I am Captain Healthy Pants and I am going
1: to save you. That's exactly it. Don't be the savior here because you're a friend. You're not the hero. The asker definitely understands the dynamic better than we ever could, obviously. So the last thing you want to do is feel like your friend is being teamed up upon with you and the spouse. So be sensitive to that. But that is an interesting idea, Trin. Is there someone you can have an honest conversation with about how to help or not help? Or is this under control? Can I help? That kind of thing.
0: And if you care so much about healthy eating, just stop taking her to places with steaks and pizza.
1: Yeah. Or don't go out to eat. Do something else. Yeah. Go go mini golfing. If it's going to make you uncomfortable and worried the entire time, don't go out to eat then. Right.
0: A hundred percent. So the in conclusion here is it ain't your job.
1: No, no, it's just
0: not. It's not. You can help. You don't have to play into the laughter around ignoring your doctor's advice. But just remember that her unhealthy habits are just as unhealthy as all of your unhealthy habits. It's just that you see these as more visible because she talks about them.
1: Very good point. All right. Is that it? I think so. Weird. I would love a follow-up to that one. I would, too. If we're totally off base, which is very likely, we're not here to be right. We're just here to, like, be your little guiding map. And Uh. and we're not doctors
0: of any kind, especially not a cardiac physician or anything. Um, And and sometimes things are urgent and they require uh, you to meddle, but I don't think that you
1: should. Oh, that is so good. Trent. Some things require meddling. Yeah. Does this require meddling? lean no. If she was hurting someone else, yeah, maybe. absolutely. If
0: her spouse had the medical issues and she's like, I brought home 10 steaks yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then maybe talk about it. Uh, but yeah, not your place. It's not your place. Love her. Just love her. That's all she needs right love now. Love her real hard. Love her either way. Question three,
1: question three. This is not a friendship question. This is
0: not a friendship question, but it's been hanging around in our inbox for a while. And Jen has been waiting for us to have enough questions to make a (laughs) she's dancing. It's very cute. She's like biting her lip getting into it. It's like really
1: intense. Yeah. Jen, you want to read it? Hell yeah. Hi, Jen and Trin. I want to get into running, but I have no idea where to get started. I remember in a recent episode, Trin talked about starting something like the Couch to 5K program, and Jen mentioned that when you're just starting out, you shouldn't try to run super fast. It made me realize that I know absolutely nothing about running except my experiences in public school where I was forced to run a mile for gym class. I was wondering if you have any more running tips or things that might seem obvious to you but are totally new to me. For example, am I supposed to stretch before or after?
0: You're supposed to stretch?
1: (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) So, like I said, this is a timely question for me because I've made a horrible, horrible mistake and committed to running a race this fall. And worst of all, did I... I don't know if I said this in the show yet. I told you, Trent, the race is in Pittsburgh, which... Extremely hilly city. That sounds and so bad. Chicago is about flat as a little flat pancake. I it's love It's flat it. as the
0: earth. I, lo- I love our little flat earth city. Chicago
1: is as flat as a Frisbee. So this is going to suck. That said, I can offer some tips just because I've been literally figuratively and physically down this road.
0: (laughs) Oh, tell us about the road, Jen.
1: Okay, so the couch to 5k method is actually pretty great. I've looked into it. It's like such a buzzword now. And it's a buzzword for a good reason because the training plan is pretty damn good. Even if you have no interest in competing in a 5k, it is a decent training plan to start because it gets a few things really right. Something it gets right is having you walk and run intermittently. Jog for five minutes, walk for two minutes, jog for five minutes. And that accomplishes what I call time on your feet. There are a lot of ways to get in shape or help yourself or be fit. Running is a good way to do that. But like everything else, there's so much misinformation about running, just like there is about fitness in general. So all I can do is tell you what I've seen work and tried and true. Do invest in decent running shoes. I hate telling people to buy things, especially because running is such a free thing. You don't need to belong to a gym to be able to run. You don't right. have to enter a club. Like you can just run, which is the most beautiful thing about it to me. Like you can you can do it almost anywhere. But don't run in chucks. I've seen people do that, and it's not good for your it's not good for your little tappers. Me. You can do an elliptical with. Right. Chucks. I think that's okay. Oh,
0: totally. There was a I had a short stint with a personal trainer a few years back and I showed up with Chucks and he was just like, "How fucking
1: dare you?" Oh god. Yeah, well, no shaming either. I got the personal
0: trainer because I wanted to be able to run a full mile. So, I mean, got I it. probably should have saw this coming. <laughs>
1: I've weight lifted in, in like flat shoes before. Yeah,
0: that's okay. Yeah, I think that's yeah. that's
1: more acceptable. It was just that
0: my specific goal was, was to
1: run completely
0: contrary to the equipment you I was poor wearing. You little flappers. My little flippy flappy feet. Ouch. So Jen, what if you're a weird alien mutant like me with strange feet? Where do you get shoes even?
1: There's plenty of specialty running stores in Chicago that will actually look at your feet and give you the exact right shoes. They'll let you run in place and they'll help you. But for everyone else, I recommend New Balance. I love me some NBs. Love them.
0: Love them. I love NBs too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> love that. We're pro NB around here. <laughs> Yeah, I like New Balance and I like the New Balance. I think they're called the 880s because they're extremely cushioned on the bottom. So they're really, you won't get shin splints with those babies. It's like having little pillows on your feet. Are they tall? Like, will I be taller than them? I think slightly. That's awesome. They're not like heels. Don't get too excited. I wish. Yeah, they're still like old man grandpa shoes.
0: My favorite thing is being taller than all of the men around me. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And so now I have like, you know, I have sneaker pumps. Like Oh, hell yeah. I huge. love those.
1: <laughs> like, you should put some wheels on those.
0: I will. Thank you. <laughs> So Janet, uh what? So stretching. Yeah. Uh, again, I forgot that that was a thing. Stretching is important. When? I don't
1: like stretching before I run because I don't like stretching cold muscles. Mm-hmm. But you should warm up a little bit before you run, and that might mean you run for two minutes and get your heart rate up, and then stretch. Or it might mean that you do some high knees or some butt kicks or I don't know, <laughs> some lunges. Say, I like to do lunges.
0: When you say high knees, it's not like you're saying high knees, and that was, high knees. And I feel like you didn't notice that that was the joke I was making. when when we were doing this earlier, I was like, yeah, like heinies. I don't remember that. Do you don't remember that? No, it that was, was so f- many hours ago. It was just so funny and you didn't notice <laughs> at all. So listeners, uh, go back now, now that I've pointed out my joke and... <laughs> And listen to that section again. And have a laugh. And have a good laugh together about high knees. Okay. So, so you're saying like you don't need to go full on like half hour of stretches no, before. I wouldn't. So if I were to like walk five minutes, do some stretches and then go into running. I think that's what you should do.
1: Have your muscles get a little warmed up first.
0: I had somebody say to me when I mentioned like stretching uh, that he goes, uh, Jaguars don't stretch before they run. You don't need to either.
1: And I was just like, that seems like bad science. That is hilarious. That is maybe the dumbest thing I've heard today. Uh, We're not jaguars. No. (laughs) Also, jaguars are sprinters. I don't. Humans are long distance runners. I'm not. It was stupid. That (laughs) is so funny. What a badass thing to say. Jaguars don't don't. (laughs) Right, say it without laughing. is this, you know who said that to me was the
0: personal trainer I mentioned earlier. Oh the my god, short stem with, and I was just like,
1: mm, you know, I know you're the expert here, but I don't know about this. That is so funny. See, that's an example of misinformation. Yes, it's cool that jaguars don't stretch. However, I do not happen to be one of those. But maybe they do. What do also, you we know? We don't know. Have yeah. you asked
0: one? I haven't. Yeah. I haven't spoken to one recently. I mean,
1: I de- my dog definitely when she gets off the couch goes like so stretch. Oh. Stretching feels good. Do you have to stretch after? I would. How long? Totally depends. When I was in college doing this for like a living, I would seriously set a timer and stretch for 20 to 30 minutes because I was always in so much pain. Now I'll do it for like two minutes because I don't really care anymore. I would say hold stretches, though, for 25 to 30 seconds because I'm told, and I found this to be true personally, but who knows the science behind it. That's how long it takes for muscle to truly relax after you stretch it. The most important thing, though, is after you run, especially after you run for a long time... You have to eat. You have to eat like right after. Even a bite of granola bar within 20 minutes because at that point your muscles are like, why are you laughing? I'm laughing because
0: I I keep on thinking that this is kind of like BDSM. You need to do aftercare for your sub, you, you know? You totally do. And your
1: body in the, is the sub. I never would have gotten there. I did. You're such a pervert.
0: I am. I just, listen. You're freaking my, perv. My partner lives very far away. <laughs> okay. Not for long. I know. Oh, weird. Oh, he's moving here. Uh, everybody ignore that. It's stupid. It's fine. I'm good. It's, I'm not excited or worried at all. Everything's great. Okay, so aftercare for your bodily sub. So you must stretch. <laughs> Jen is so
1: upset with this. I'm going to wrap this up soon before this stretch. goes off the rails. Stretch. Give them a snack. Your muscles are like sponges after you run and you need to feed them. Feed them well. Don't eat candy. Say nice. Eat candy after like an hour, but don't eat it right away. Say
0: nice comforting things to your sub.
1: That's true. I actually believe that. Don't beat yourself up. Yeah. Just be like, hey, good work today. Yeah. If you are moving or you're on your feet, congratulations, you are doing it. You've done it. Tell me about hydration, Jen. Drink more water than you think. Whoa! That goes for pretty much everyone. Runners yeah. and non-runners alike. You can run on a treadmill or run outside. There's some people say that running on a treadmill is people look down on it, but fuck that. Do yeah. whatever you, makes you feel good. And if you want to simulate running outside, I'm told, I, I do this. I don't know if, if that's actually true. Put the treadmill on a 0.5 grade upward so it simulates running on the ground. Like I said in that one episode, start slower than you think. Mm-hmm. If you, after two minutes, you were breathing so hard, you feel like you're going to die. That means you ran way too fast. Slow and steady,
0: baby. <laughs> All of these are like good pieces of advice just in general. Everybody should stretch more. Everybody should have snacks when we do any physical yeah, activity. And drink more water. Right. Like these, Get some good shoes. This is actually pretty decent life advice. I think this is
1: widely applicable.
0: So, uh, Jen. <laughs> I think that this is enough information about bodies. What do you think?
1: I think we've learned a lot about our bodies today.
0: Yeah, our bodies and ourselves. <laughs> this has been Friendshiping with Jen and Trin. <laughs>
1: you cute. She's dancing again. I'm having a good day. It's a good
0: fucking day. It's always a good day with friendshipping. <laughs> uh, So this has been Friendshipping with Jen and Trin. If you would like to follow us on the tweet twats, you can at do friendship. If you'd like to send us a question about anything having to do with friendship or interpersonal relationships, Jimmy Eat World or working out, you can at friendshiping podcast at gmail.com. If you would like to buy garbage from us, you may at thefriendshipingstore.com. Give us your money. We love the money. And thank you to Ian Parman for editing. Thank you to Lauren Callagher for designing. Thank you to Molly Lewis for singing. Thank you to Alex Cox, the podfather for studioing. And thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking.
1: Your friendship
0: the problem.
1: Yeah, there's something very powerful Powerful? I love it. <laughs> Please cut that. That's my best one yet.